What's up, everybody? Welcome to the eighth episode of the Broken Filter Sports Podcast. Uh, today, I got my first golfer for the podcast, Griffin Long. Griffin, uh, senior for Pacific Men's Golf. Uh, Griffin and I actually worked together at a country club uh, almost there for about a year and a half on and off. But uh, Griffin, good to have you on. Thanks for coming on, dude. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Pretty stoked. Yeah, man. So as I said, you're the first golfer I've had on here. It's I've made a pretty big emphasis on having college athletes on the podcast. But, uh, you know, I, I tried to get Logan Green on here and he's been slacking. He's been uh, like unresponsive. He canceled on me one time. So I appreciate you coming through and, <laughs> and getting it out there for the, the people that actually follow golf. Oh, man. Yeah. Glad to glad to help. Yeah. So uh, as I said, uh, you're you're senior now. Um you had a really great high school career. I read a little bit about it. Uh, I'll just read a couple of the, the things you won. You won a high school master's championship at Spanos Park, which is one of your guys' home. That's your guys' home course, right, actually? Yeah, in college now it is. Okay. Yeah. And then uh, you won the 2016-2017 Future Collegiate World World Tour Player. And, the, and, the, and you were part of the IMG Junior World Tour. Is that correct? Uh, the IMG Junior World Tour. I don't know exactly if that's uh, that's on that's on your, <laughs> it's on your bio, said, dude. <laughs> I played like in the Junior Worlds tournament. Okay, uh, when I was younger, so I guess maybe that qualifies me. But <laughs> okay. that's what it says in the in the in the bio. I was like, yeah, I, I saw I read that on the the school bio too, and I was like, well, I don't I don't know what the heck's <laughs> going on there. So not not your fault. <laughs> they didn't even ask you what to put on there. They kind of just threw stuff on there. Yeah, they didn't consult me at all. They just they just made it. <laughs> Well, I mean, at least talk about your high school career. Did you, um, seems like you had a pretty complete high school career, even when you were at the same high school and you were a couple years older, it seemed like, um, you know, a lot of people were talking about uh, just Griffin Long being super good at golf. And I was into golf at the time too. So, um, I mean, just talk about uh, your high school career and um, if you enjoyed it, how much. Yeah, man. Um, high school golf was super awesome for me, actually. Mm -hmm. I really loved it. Uh, I think one of the reasons I liked it so much is like my teammates were all so cool, like basically all just like best friends. That was like who yeah. we hung out with, golfing or not. Um, mm -hmm. So that was that was just awesome to like hang with them and, and compete the whole time. And we were really good too. So like we won yeah. like a lot of the tournaments we went to, which made it <laughs> super fun. <laughs> Did you guys win league that year? Uh, which year? The oof. I think it was your junior year. Maybe uh, your junior year. I don't know. Yeah, my junior year, we won, like, sections, I believe. Okay, wow. Yeah. And then we won it my freshman and sophomore year, too. Yeah, and uh, who was the coach at the time? Uh, Carl Ronning. Yeah, and he he passed away, a couple like, a year or two ago, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I never got to meet him, but that was pretty sad to hear about because all those guys that went uh, that were part of your class went through Ronnie um so that, that was pretty tough to hear about but yeah you you guys had such a good team I'm trying to think about you know so Luke Matt um was uh Braden Skimmel and Luke or uh, Logan Green on the team by then yeah yeah my senior year, like your senior year uh, uh yeah Logan and Braden were both on the team um who's uh the other kid Charlie uh Karagasian yeah yeah he was on the team too yeah you guys had a stacked team um talk about like Obviously, Matt and Luke both play college golf. Is Charlie playing college golf by any chance? Uh, he was playing 
at uh, UMass Dartmouth for a year, but then okay. they like cut the program. So okay, and yeah. and now Logan's playing at UC Davis. So you yeah. got you have at least uh, you've had at least three high school teammates that went on to play uh, college golf. Um, what's that been like? You guys all still keep in touch and share your experiences about what it's like to play Division One or Division Two, II, Division Three sports. Oh yeah, yeah, no, definitely. We're like talking to each other all the time. Mm-hmm. Still super close and yeah. It's it's a little bit like different path we've all gone on, but yeah, a lot of the things are still like pretty much the same. So, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I, like I said, uh, that team was stacked, and obviously Logan's a year younger than me and a couple years younger than you. But I've I'm a little closer with Logan than I am with the rest of the guys because he's closer to my age. But uh, even you know, just seeing him uh, go on to the next level, it's pretty cool, man. Uh, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, Logan's been killing it from what I've heard too. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so you, I looked up your guys' roster and you guys got like four fucking foreign dudes. It's <laughs> just pretty sick. I mean, does it having so many foreign players on your team? Does that give you? Um, I mean, what's that? What are the? What are their experiences like playing over here? And then does that give you the motivation to maybe travel one day, uh, and maybe just go play golf in other countries? Yeah, yeah, no, it's pretty cool. Um, definitely just some like different cultures to to experience, and it's like people I definitely wouldn't have have gotten to meet if it wouldn't been for golf. Yeah, it's like super unlikely that I would have. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, as far as like traveling to go golf in in other places, uh, yeah, it'd be cool for sure. I actually, it's one of one of my teammates from Italy, mm-hmm. and I went and visited him this summer for a couple he did. days. Yeah, and so that was that was pretty sick. Got to get the uh, the local experience. Did you play at all? Nope, didn't bring the clubs. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of a haul, dude. Yeah, yeah. It was it was gonna be a big fiasco to bring the sticks and like I'm playing all summer. Just wanted wanted a little break. Yeah. Um, what part of Italy were were you in? Uh, the northern part. So okay. like near Lake Como. Okay, cause I so I was there. Um. August 13th to like the 26th and I was uh I stayed in we we went to Lake Como for a day and spent a couple nights in Milan um and I really liked that area of Italy I mean that's my first time ever there but oh that's stuff that was this summer yeah I was there those dates I I could have seen you there (laughs) you were there (laughs) (laughs) that's hilarious that's awesome uh what was your what did you think about Italy dude have you had you been overseas before or to Italy specifically yeah, I'd been to uh, to Spain before, mm-hmm. and that was like my only Europe experience for that. But yeah, no, Italy was uh, it was super sick. Yeah, Lake Como was beautiful, huh? Yeah, yeah, Lake Como was it was pretty nuts. Yeah, it's pretty bananas. It's like stuff it's literally out of a movie. Like yeah, I'm literally on the boat tour and we're driving by this like house and the lady's like, oh yeah, that's where James Bond and Star Wars were shot. That's where George Clooney like lives here like during part of the year. I'm just like what the hell is going on like yeah, yeah no, it's nice. <laughs> but yeah, uh, i think we like we swam like right next to george clooney's house and it was yeah like, it's sick dude like, oh damn it's the stuff you see there's once once in a lifetime yeah yeah and everything there is like so old too it's like yeah everything in the u.s at least is like i don't know maybe a couple hundred years old but yeah i mean building stuff there it's like thousands of years yeah you'll never see architecture like that um in the u.s you only see it um and i mean when i go to mexico sometimes there's you know the spanish conquered 
pretty much the entire country of Mexico. And so I see like a lot of the European architecture, but when I come up here, it's like none of that is present. So seeing that was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so traveling and playing golf overseas, what are your, um, what's like your dream course, but it has to be a course that's outside of the U.S. that you really want to play. Oh, outside of the U.S. Yeah. Damn, that's a tough one. Um, do you go with like a Lynx course in the U.K., one of like the sort of Ryder Cup course in Rome? Yeah. Anywhere. I, mean, I don't, I don't know enough about like the Ryder Cup course in Rome to, okay. to give that one like a serious <laughs> consideration, but uh, I don't know, like St. Andrews would be uh-huh. pretty sick just for the history. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know, like Royal Melbourne in Australia would be, oh, like, yeah. be pretty dope too. Uh-huh. Yeah, some of the courses in Scotland, I'm sure would just be like, yeah, pretty, pretty outrageous as well, but yeah, I, I think I'd, I'd go for St. Andrews. Okay, yeah, I think that'd be my 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 answer too. I I'm not a big like uh, links course guy, but I like the history that goes behind those kinds of courses. And have you that, have you ever even played a links course? I played a couple. Of, I mean, they they haven't been like true like you know Scottish links courses, but like played a links course every now and then, and like especially up here, like where it's it's kind of I mean, Tristan Tree isn't really a links course, but there's a couple nearby, especially along the coast. Like, have you you played Bandon, right? No, dude, I haven't played Bandon. Oh, dude, of all the courses you've played, you haven't played Bandon. Yeah, I know. I uh, I really want to go check it out. But I'm not I'm not calling you out on it because I haven't played it either. But like, you know, all right, good, good. You, you know, you, you being you, I figured you would have played Bandon by now. Yeah, I was. Uh, I almost did. I was playing another tournament up in Oregon, mm-hmm. and uh, we were trying to trying to make it happen, but it never worked out. No, that's pretty bummed. <laughs> like, like that place is, is is bananas. I mean, the amount of go- like the amount of uh, like land they use just for the golf course. Yeah, it's like I don't think I don't think there's anything like it. Yeah, no, but it's pretty nuts. Yeah. Um, what about U.S. courses? What's tell me the course you really want to play, and then tell me the course that um, during your college career that has been your favorite course that you've played. Um. Yeah. I mean. Bandon's definitely got to be one of them. Mm-hmm. Bandon would be like pretty legit for sure. Mm-hmm. Apart from that, I've never played Pebble, which mm-hmm. would be like top you, of the bucket list for you sure. Played some of the surrounding courses, right? Yeah, around yeah. I played like uh, Spyglass, Spanish Bay, Poppy Hills. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, nice and week. actually Monterey Peninsula Country Club, which is is pretty sick too. You didn't say Cypress, right? No Cypress. Yeah, it'll, it'll happen one day. Cyprus, it, dude, it, it better. I'd be, yeah. be bummed if I never played there. You'll get invited, dude. Yeah, I, I appreciate it. Appreciate some, some rich white guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's that's so cool, man. Um, what about like, have you played any of those courses? Have they part of a, Have they been part of a tournament for Pacific, or have those kind of just been separate rounds that you had outside of your college career? Um, those have mostly been like separate rounds just for other tournaments outside mm-hmm. my college career. We have played Poppy Hills. We play mm-hmm. it every year for college. Okay. Which is, it's pretty, pretty sweet course. Okay. Um, yeah, definitely, definitely one of the cooler ones in Monterey. And yeah, I'd say just like layout wise and mm-hmm. like how fun it is to play. That's probably like my favorite course we play. Poppy, in okay. College season. Yeah. But then also, uh, we play like Colorado State's tournament, mm-hmm. 
and the course isn't like that crazy but it's just so pure that it's really it's to play like, yeah. like the grass or like the scenery grass. the grass yeah. the scenery is pretty good too but mostly just the grass what's what's uh, this is a good question for, for golfers what's your favorite uh grass to play on oh dude it really depends like where you're at i really <laughs> don't love uh poana greens oh so you like elmo yeah, Elmo's like I'm. I'm not that stoked. Honestly, <laughs> they get all bumpy in the afternoon. <laughs> it's yeah. it's kind of gnarly, but uh, yeah, anything that's like can be healthy and and really closely mown, I'm mm -hmm. up with it. So, so rye or Bermuda? If you had to choose one, uh, rye for sure. Okay, and yeah. uh, have you played on greens with with grain on them? Yeah, I. I've never, but it it just sounds like so much more complicated. Is it everything that that it's meant out to be? Is it's it like a little? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's like definitely adds an element to to consider. Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't like freak out about it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, like once you've been on them for a couple of days, like you'll be fine. Yeah. Well, uh, working when we both worked at Elm Sarah and like you'd go out you know, after your shift or whatever, on your off day, and you go out and it'd be, let's say, like at Almacero, uh, from November to March, it's like the grass is pretty much dead, right? Dormant, yeah. Yeah, that's like, the, that's the kind of stuff you don't have to worry about with rye or bent grass is like up here, like it's all rye or bent grass. It stays green all year long. You don't have to worry about it drying out or anything. But um, I just, I just hate playing on Bermuda, dude. Like, <laughs> every good round i've ever had has been on on rye and like yeah <laughs> i hate the aesthetic of bermuda too the fact that it's just like like mostly i mean unless you're playing a really nice course that pumps a lot of money into the bermuda grass a lot of the bermuda is just brown with little patches of green every now and then and it's sandy too that's what that's the like i can't take like a nice yeah. pancake <laughs> like, it's just like a fucking like explosion as soon as i hit the ground and i hate yeah. that yeah no it's like much more susceptible to a to a chunk too like you see that exactly. and it's like, oh, it doesn't go anywhere right rise, rise, if you play on nice rides like playing off a mat it's very forgiving like take a nice divot yeah bermuda i just haven't had the same experiences with it yeah you'd probably love uh zoija zoija okay yeah. you ever heard of it uh, i think i've heard people talk about it. i've never played like i don't i don't know what it looks like or like yeah. i can't differentiate it it's like I don't really know how I would describe it other than the ball just like perches up on it. Oh, and it's basically okay. like you're just like on a tee the whole time. Oh, that's so nice, it's, dude. Yeah, it's it's kind of kind of clutch. When you played at uh when you when you came up here for the Oregon State Invitational, what did you think of the course? I mean, it, it's it's not like a top uh, top tier course, but what did you think being a beaver? I want to hear your thoughts on our local course. Dude, I mean, uh I wouldn't say it's not a top tier course, at least for like a college a college course it's like it's pretty legit okay okay uh, yeah real quick sorry like you know i don't know what like a top tier college golf course is you know like the, for me like i don't know if this is for a lot of people like a really like big golf course and tournament that they play in, or if this is kind of just like a low end like <laughs> course that's on the schedule but uh yeah keep going yeah no i'd say it's like it's a really good tournament course mm -hmm. uh just because it's like it's longer uh, the greens are super tricky, which is like, can make it a ton of just like tough pins. Yeah. I mean, obviously they don't really have like a pro event there, but if they did, like one of the things that really helps for it is a lot of space for like spectators to be able to be Ooh, like yeah. hanging around and watching. And like, you could absolutely have that there. 
got to be an electric atmosphere, dude. Yeah, it'd be it'd be pretty sick. Hey, they that yeah okay. Yeah, and like it's in good shape too. Like, yeah. it's it's pretty solid. I got not okay. really any complaints for yeah. <laughs> for you guys' course. That's good to hear. I was playing that like last week with my buddy, and yeah, you're right, dude. Some of those greens are like there's like two or three different tiers of the green, and the, there's always a spot where they can tuck the pin behind a bunker or like in the in, in a very small landing space pisses me the fuck off because even when it's not fucking tournament season for you for for the beavers they can still just screw you over even when you're just looking to play play a regular round of golf yeah like i lost like i, I think i lost like two balls but um yeah, that course is fun and like you said it's always in good condition too dude um i've been wanting to get a golfer on uh to talk about lib golf or live golf oh yeah it's now that you're obviously uh getting a high school golfer on would have been fine too but it's even better that you're a collegiate athlete because uh, as you've seen there's been a couple uh college golfers leave college early to go join live golf and uh i just want to hear your thoughts on that yeah yeah no like uh dude from oklahoma state mm -hmm. just left early and and won in like his fifth start on the tour yeah. arizona state guy too what's up and Arizona State guy too left. Oh yeah, yeah, he probably did. I only knew about the Oklahoma State guy, but I'm yeah, I'm sure there's others. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, quick little four million for him, like pretty, <laughs> pretty good deal. <laughs> I'd be out of there if I was if I was gonna get that going. Um, yeah, but like just the live in general, mm -hmm. from what I've heard amongst golfers, like most people are, are pretty against it, or just really? like don't really believe that it's going to like be the next new thing. Mm -hmm. uh, I personally like think it's pretty sick and Dude, same. <laughs> yeah, like I'm, I'm totally a fan of it. And uh, like, yeah, I, I think it's great because I know one of the things that <laughs> bothers me about golf is it just like takes so damn long. It's like, yeah, they're making it quicker, dude. Yeah. Making it quicker. Like just having everybody like go at once. It's, it's like easier to view and stuff. So yeah more money i'm i'm all for it i think it's i think it's cool okay yeah so i used to be like on the other side i used to not really like it but the more i read about it and if you give it a couple chances to watch it like you really see how how well they executed their plan right it's like it's makes the rounds shorter it's electric atmosphere like it's a little more casual but it's still like big prize money really good golfers and it's just like in my opinion they're the ones playing the best golf courses in the world right the pga tour plays some beautiful golf courses but live is playing golf courses that the fans want professional golf courses or golf golf players to play you know what i'm talking about like like the pga uh, I tour, think so yeah the pga tour plays great courses but like no one wants to play the country club of jackson over like stone hill and bangkok thailand you know what i'm talking about like, <laughs> <laughs> use the courses. Uh, yeah. you want to see yeah. people playing i can see where you're coming from there so like you said so like let's say live let's say you were uh you know the guy from oklahoma state you would have you would have said yes to live if they approached you dude 100 percent. and i was just gonna say this too is like it's such a fiasco to get on the pga tour uh, -huh. uh just like even if you're really good in college like mm -hmm. if you're not one of the top like five or ten guys that gets some like automatic starts it is just like unbelievably hard to make it on the pga tour and just yeah. like no no guarantee whatsoever for your efforts like okay if you're gonna 
if someone offers you like you're gonna make money even if you like don't play good yeah and like, you're gonna get recognized almost immediately you know yeah, like you're be... exactly you've got you've got like a six spot to play like big tournaments big purses yeah. like it's a no-brainer like you're but, you gotta go for it there's no mini tours bro yeah, no mini tours. You want to stay off the mini tours like at all costs if possible. So like, <laughs> definitely just ship it straight to the live if they offer. No, I agree. Dude. We're on the same page here. I'm glad to hear another person's totally in for live, dude. Because you know every every person I talk to, especially um, you know adults that uh, I guess are you know totally against it, it's just like they just can't they can't see the the other side of live. You know, like yeah, whatever they have. I mean, I guess not whatever, because they it's it's kind of funny. I guess it's kind of fucked up that they get their funding from the Saudi Arabian. I shouldn't say it's it's a good thing, but like if if you're looking at it just from a golf concept and just golf perspective, uh, I think it's great and it's it's super fun. Like I'd rather if I, if it's if it was on like uh, cable or ESPN, I'd rather watch live than just like some regularly scheduled PGA Tour tournament yeah yeah no doubt it's like uh golf golf could definitely use a little little refresher and just like yeah. make it more exciting and i think that's yeah that's what they're doing yeah um well real quick before i let you go i want to talk i want to ask you one last quick question uh, about working at elm Cerro. um it's yeah. just kind of a silly question but uh what were some what were some stereotypes about working at a country club that turned out to be pretty true and pretty false, you know, because there's there's a lot of country club stereotypes. So working at one, I want to hear what which ones while you were there were like, oh, shit. Yeah, like that's definitely true. Or like, oh, I hate this. This is what really bothers me. Oh, dude. Um, that's that's a tough one. Like, <laughs> I don't really want to, like, be throwing anybody, like, under the bus with this. No, you don't have to name people. It's just, you know, just the, the dynamic that country clubs have. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely, like, because growing up, I, I always played at the Davis Muni. That's right, yeah. That was, that was like, my spot. Uh -huh. um, and it's just, like, just I'll just go in general, like, differences between, like, muni's and country clubs like you go to the muni you can wear whatever you want like <laughs> it's it's busy like it's crowded there's like a lot more going on mm -hmm. uh it's definitely like for the most part the style of golf that i prefer more mm -hmm. uh country clubs though like it's always a lot less crowded so you're gonna play way faster which is mm -hmm. sick um and then like obviously you got to be always like wearing a colored shirt and stuff yeah the dress code yeah and like and i feel like elm Cerro, like a lot of the members for the most part are pretty chill like some people are mm -hmm. playing music and yeah and just like relaxing which is which is good but i don't know it's definitely a little more of just like more traditional golf i would say yeah at yeah at a country club that's a good way of putting it yeah like yeah when i agree when i worked there um i was surprised by how chill the members were I, I eventually I was pretty thankful that I wasn't working at like I don't know the Olympic Club or just just a very like old school like top notch country club that runs things in a very very um, strict way that you know would it'd be it'd be tough to work there especially with uh, with the amount of um, like like how the the stereotypes of the people that are members there 
and just like it being such a, a you know an expensive course um and nice course it'd be it'd definitely be a little bit different of a dynamic so i was pretty thankful for not having to do that yeah yeah no definitely it, it for sure varies a ton just like based on what club you go to yeah like you go to like the olympic club or like arinda yeah some place and they're like they <laughs> they think they're they're pretty something yeah. special over there and you're like oh, well <laughs> All right, guys. Yeah, like, I guess you kind of are, but just chill out like a bit. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be fine. Yeah, I. But uh, yeah, that's pretty funny that we talked about that because um, I've definitely been thinking about that for a while ever since I ever since I stopped working at El Mastero. But uh, anyways, thank you for coming on, man. This has been fun. Uh, good luck the rest of your season. Um, you got what's your next big tournament that you're hoping to make the, uh, the qualifier for? Uh, next tournament is our home tournament at uh, Stockton Country Club. Oh, Stockton, okay. Yeah. Which which course do you like more, Stockton Country Club or, or Spanos? Uh, I like Spanos better for tournaments. Stockton okay. Country Club is like, it's just really fun to play though. Okay. Short, kind of funky. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's good right. time. I like them both. Good. Well, good luck, bro. Uh, good to see you and you take care, man. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. You too. Later. Later.